Hello. Welcome Hello. to episode 22 of the Yes, I'm Still at Home podcast. How are you doing, Sam? I'm good. There was no countdown on that one. You threw me off. I I, I was looking it over at my thing, and I accidentally hit start, <laughs> and then I just went with it. And now you're like, oh, there you are. You, you're, yeah, you I'm here. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I pushed start. I should talk. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How yeah. about you? Still at home. I've acquired Stop. a dog. Yeah. Um, dog. Yeah, it's a it's a Shih Tzu that we think has um, doodle mix in it. Um, the hair is just really fine. Yeah. And, but it doesn't feel like a Shih Tzu. So, and it kind of has that that little bit of a curl to it, especially yeah. after my wife gave it a bath last night. So. Well, um, I mean, it won't shed as much. Yeah. Well, it's also eight months, so it is still shedding a little. Yeah. Um, but over the next month or two, I think it should, you know, work that out. And then also hopefully the next month or two, we'll have him tamed down a little bit. We're pretty sure he came from a not so friendly household. So we've been having to make some adjustments there, but yeah. all seems to be going well. He's super <clears throat> yes, he is. Um, life just good since last time we talked, nothing big, nothing Life's, not, life's pretty good. I mean, it is what it is, what we're making of it. Kai and I have been playing through Halo, the Halos, Halos. and we just beat three the other day, so that's kind of fun. Starting on four, which I have started to realize, like, Master Chief was in dire need of a sprint button this entire time. <laughs> playing three games <laughs> where you cannot sprint, to then to sprint is like, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's right. so nice. I enjoy it so much more. So are you guys going to play OST? Yep. Yep, and uh, Reach. So So I've never played OST. Yeah. Does that have a story? Yeah. Okay. It's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good one. We could include you in it. You could play it uh, online with us when we play. Maybe. So, so It's fun. You're not as, um, you know... Uh, heroic, or you know, you're kind of doing things a little bit more quietly because you're not a Spartan, right? So you're trying to be more cautious about your going abouts. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any really other catch up stuff to talk about. It's just been a, it has been a kind of a hectic week for me. So just a lot yeah. going on. Um, your friend Jeff loving fan, Final Fantasy Seven. He did not. He actually has only had it for two days. So something about something about Jeff. Jeff will like this if he's listening. The um, he has a. I'm not even gonna say mild. He has a large obsession with steel books now. I don't remember what game it was that he got a steel book, but he loved it. So now every time he or there's a game he yeah. really really wants, he gets the steel book for it. So he ordered the limited edition steelbook steelbook version of um, Final Fantasy VII. Now, <clears throat> Dave, real quick review on Final Fantasy VII since you beat it. Oh my jeez, it is so good. Must play even if you haven't played the original. It's jammed. He he pretty much. <laughs> blew through that like he didn't get off the couch much like he was even half on the couch for 
most of the time. And but see, he got it digitally. Yeah. <clears throat> so the day it was released, he started playing it. Right. Jeff, let's see here. I'm looking real quick. Jeff got it Tuesday. Okay. At two forty five, he he sent a text the the, the deluxe edition steelbook, and he is. I will say he is loving it. He did. Yeah. He did say. Um, Final Fantasy VII remake is effing incredible, uh, even better than I could have hoped. So wow, that's great. <laughs> I still haven't touched it. I have it on my PlayStation because yeah. um, because of Dave, but I haven't touched yeah. it yet. So I also have Doom on my PlayStation because of Dave, oh. and I haven't touched it yet either. And I'm, I'm yeah. wanting to. Yeah, you're not fucking know how those are. I am. Um, if it wasn't for Animal Crossing and your punishment of me for playing The Longing. <laughs> it's a good segue right there. Yeah, it is. How's that going, by the so way? So, I've... Well, let's, let's, let's talk. tell people what this game is. <clears throat> and you can just tell me, week by us, week by week, how it's going. So, this will be my weekly update on The Longing. Playtime I've probably put in two and a half hours. Wow, I'm proud of you. But it's... Eh, I'm proud of me. <laughs> so, it happens in real time. And the character moves really slow. <laughs> um, so, you're... I can't even really give the crux. You're in a cave and the you're, this king doesn't want you to leave the keg. The keg. The king. I'll need a keg to get through this game. Um, yeah, the I king doesn't want you to leave the cave. Um until he's ready to be woken up in 400 days. So he's keep yourself occupied. <laughs> and the game, when you start the game, you go through the whole introduction, but then it drops you into your home. And I do air quotes because it's a very small cave with a recliner, <clears throat> a bookshelf with like five books on it, and a table that you can draw, make chalk paintings on. Yeah. Did you draw anything? I drew a, a sad moon. Okay. Um, okay. The entirety of Moby Dick is, is a book that you can just flipping sit there and read. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you read Moby Dick I, before? I, it's a class. I read it once, I think, in high school. Yeah. But I open this up and I'm like, oh, look, Moby Dick, click it. And I start 1,000. And I start clicking next, next, next. I'm like, holy crap, this is the entire book of Moby Dick. In this game. I was like, okay. And then there's three other books. I think one of them is another full book. Yeah. <clears throat> and then one's a diary of his thoughts. And then one is just like a small poem thing. Right. So in the first hour of me playing it, which I've recorded a Let's Play for, I'm going to need to record like five times before I can make one decent video. <laughs> I... <laughs> Wandering these halls that all look the same. Yeah. And I learned quick why they want you to save how to get back somewhere. And I'm glad one of the first things I did was save how to get back to the main chamber. Right outside his room. Yeah. Because holy crap, I got lost really quick as I started going through things. Yeah. <laughs> and what was even worse was... the So the main chamber room has the this huge giant king that takes up the whole screen. And your character's like this ant. He's not an ant, but he looks like he looks like my father-in-law. And as horrible as this sounds, I have confirmed this with with Dave. I have confirmed this with my wife. He 
He kind of looks like my father-in-law, especially when his wife makes him go to uh, Walmart. <laughs> but there's this huge room, and so you've got this huge scale differential between the two characters. But to the right is this zigzag staircase to the top. That's the only place you can go. Yeah. So I walk in at the bottom, and I'm like, okay, here. So I double-click the top of the staircase, and they make him walk. And oh my gosh. <laughs> it literally took over a minute for the character to make his way across the width and then zigzag up. That's great. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay, I know how to do Let's Plays. I watch hundreds of them. You talk. Yeah. If, but you're usually talking about what you're doing. Right. Oh, my God. I was just staring at the screen going, I did say a lot. Yes, yeah, I don't doubt it. I said a lot. I said, Sam hates me. <laughs> he knew this. Sam hates me. So I, and not only did I say he reminded me of my father-in-law, I also started calling him Dave, who's my father-in-law's name. There you go. So I was like, come on, Dave. But it was really weird. Like, there was like boring, boring, boring for 10 minutes. Oh, shit, what's that? I'd look at something and see what it was like. Okay, that's interesting. Boring, 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 boring. Oh, what's that? Oh, so that does that. Oh, okay. Like, I picked up different color chalk. Right. When I finally went back to my own area... I could color, change yeah. the colors on my paintings. I can make another sad yeah. one that looks like he's bleeding tears. And excellent, I'm like, excellent. What is happening right now? I don't. <clears throat> so it's gonna. I, I'm. I'm gonna have to probably do a weekly update, and then once a month post a let's play because yeah. I do want to make a let's play of it. Yeah. But there's just gonna be so many. Like, I'm going to, I said, I think I was talking out loud and I said, I think when I start doing, piecing these together, I'll piece them. Like, so he, the zigzag staircase has like four stops. Right. I'll, I'll do a quick jump between each one and I'll put like a timer here, here, here. Well, three minutes later, we're at the top of the staircase, you know, just right. like. Does, uh, doesn't he say something when you come back to him after, like, doesn't a bubble thought or something? When you haven't played and then you come back to him. Oh, yeah. It's, it's always the, it's like the most random stuff. Like, well, not like I have anything else to do. Or just some. <laughs> so I open it up the second time and he's just. <clears throat> so I purposely put him in his recliner after the first hour of playing. And I turned off the game. And then I, tu- right. I turned it on a couple days later and I'm like, he's just sitting there in his recliner still. Time has passed. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is this guy's life. I start feeling bad for a digital (laughs) character where I'm like. You left him in his recliner. You didn't even let him do anything. What what could I let him do? Stand there? I figured he'd rather sit for two days than. Give him a book or something at least. I wonder (laughs) if I just started a book and put auto read. Yeah. And then come back to it like an hour later. Will the pages have moved? Why don't you look? Why don't you try to help? Help him out, man! You monster. Hey, at least I had him sit, not stand. There you go. So, how much of this did you know? Uh, I knew what I pretty much told you is that is a game that was going to take literally four hundred days. Well, not anything interesting happened, but like that you just had to deal with that amount of time before the end of the game. So, so one of the things I did do 
because you're all like, don't spoilers, don't look anything up. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to. But what I did do was I did start looking up some Let's Plays because I needed to know how to handle this. Yeah. I'm like, sure, I need to watch somebody else Let's Play this. And I always liked walk through and I'd always pick the start so I could see how they were starting it. Right. <laughs> there was a lot of the same. So, yeah. This, this is happening. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. I, it's, yeah. I was like, the whole time I'm just like, Sam knew this. This, this, is, thing, this is a game nobody's beaten. Because I don't think it came out too long ago. They have beaten it because somebody's found a way to speed run it in two and a half hours. Oh, boo. Apparently there's some hidden caves that you can get to that will, that will do yeah. something that will in, cause the game to end. Interesting. Because yeah. when I was looking up Let's Plays, I saw LeLonging speed run, and I was like, what, did you just, like, fast-forward your clock? And they were, I just, <clears throat> I didn't read any of it. I just kind of fast-forwarded through the video yeah. and watched what he did. And he just worked himself up to some cave that he just started going down that ended the game. That's pretty funny. Okay. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I proud it. of you. In better news, though, I still am playing Animal Crossing. Have you played any more? So I think I've kind of fallen off. <laughs> I've kind of hit my... Okay, this is just a collect-a-thon. I don't know that I want to do this. What about so, the kids? Uh, they've kind of fallen off, too. Like, Eden will occasionally pick it up and kind of go and play with it here and there. But, yeah, I think the experiment has well, then ended. Well, then I feel bad. And, well, no, don't feel bad. It was one of those ones that I kind of was wanted to give a try. I, I have four. And when I got into it, I was like, you know... I'm not so much like a home decorator or, you know, designer or anything like that whenever I play games. I more do it to escape and have a world put in front of me, but my kids enjoy Minecraft, and so I thought there might be an element of that that they would enjoy. But sadly, I don't. I think it's kind of, you know, moved away from what they intended, and it's okay. Hmm. It is what it is. Um, something I found interesting... <laughs> There are two articles on Animal Crossing I found um, interesting over the week weekend. <clears throat> the first one is uh, because of the social distancing and everything, people are using Animal Crossing for Tinder dates. <laughs> as I wonder what that bullet I, point was. Some at some point, as okay, as someone who met their wife through a chat room. Yeah, I think it's adorable. But it's the same time I'm like, I'm just trying to envision how that's set up. Because chat rooms are one thing. There's a whole bunch of people going through common yeah. interests. So I'm guessing these people are just meeting on like forums, on Reddit, where they're talking, exchanging like designs and turnips or something. And then they just are like getting together and just hanging out and talking. Yeah. Like setting their characters side by side on a bench and just right. yapping away. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that I, I thought that was oh yeah life will always find a way um, the other one though is so in Animal Crossing there is a way to design images um, you can also basically take an image and splice it up into squares um, load them up on your computer on a website send them to your phone load them in the game well there's been a couple people in China who are, you know, China's been having these protests going on with their, their government and everything. And there are a couple people who are protesting by 
taking these images, these anti-Chinese government images, and posting them on their ground in their their villages. And pictures of them are, they're posting them on Facebook and Twitter and all these other things, to where China has now banned the game. Yeah, I I thought I didn't read this story. Isn't this the second game China's banned because of protests? Uh, I thought thought they banned Overwatch. Like six months ago or something. Yeah. If he did, I was not aware of it. What's your take on people using video games to further their political agenda? I don't have one. I thought so. It's too for me. It's kind of hard because you know we live in a, a you know country of freedom and freedom of speech and. Uh, the ability to kind of say and do what we want to our own detriment at times. And we're not other than certain, you know, um, underage and, you know, other things that might be illegal, um, you know, and break the law, basically, that has been put in place. So it's kind of odd to think of another country where things like that and you can actually get in trouble for it. Right. <clears throat> it's nuts. Um Yes, and uh, but apparently now a lot of people in China are mad at the people that were doing it because they ruined their. They're like, hey, we're in quarantine right. too. Like, are you we like playing way? Animal Crossing. Right. It was a good, a good, nice, relaxing game. So, um, I wanted, I wanted to do a thing where every month we talk about a game that you and I have played either with our group of friends or together that kind of help promote co-op, especially in a time where yeah, not everybody's out and they're doing stuff at home. Um, yeah. But it's more than that because we, I think co-op has always been, and not necessarily multiplayer, even though a lot of what you and I do are multiplayer games, but like just whether it's couch co-op or something else. Um, I thought it'd be cool if every month we, we picked a game, that, a new game to play. And then we talked about it at one point. Um, we've been, so like we play Warzone. We play yep. um, Rainbow Six, which we haven't played in a while. We need to play. I kind yeah, of Jones yeah. Apart. I'd be up for picking it back up. Um, uh, wow, I'm in Ranger Shop. Um, Friday, Friday the, 13th. the 13th has been a nice, that was fun, a good one. fun adventure. Um, we tried, tried Dead by Daylight. Yes. Um, I didn't I didn't yeah. partake in that one, but we did do it. Yeah. Um, you didn't miss much. We didn't, we didn't have the greatest time with that. Um, but <laughs> Saturday or Sunday? You, I think it was Sunday. You and Justin, and I, I, I jumped in in like the last 40 minutes of it, um, sat and played Human Fall Flat. And, oh, man. Yeah. For a whole setting. Well, what was your take on Human Fall Flat? It is a fantastic cooperative game to play with somebody where there were, it was one of those games that it looked super simple. And to kind of explain it for those that you know haven't seen it, I mean, if you Google it, you'll find it out. You are these, you know, amorphous characters that are, you know, just shaped as a human. And you can basically, with the right trigger, raise your right arm, the left trigger, raise your left arm up. And then by looking up or down, you can put your arms up or put them down. And you have to do all this to kind of like go through, kind of scale your through the world and get yourself to the end point. And once again, simple thing, but like as we're going along, the levels get more and more challenging. Um, And what you're able to do is actually break levels, which they allow you to do, 
uh, and complete them in a way that you're not supposed to, but which was the most more fun and surprising part of it. Whenever <coughs> me and Jackson were in a pro situation, uh, we would kind of be like, like, I don't think this is going to work, but we'll give it a try. Like, for example, the one that you were involved in with us, there was a piece of ice, and we found out that, you know, when you put the ice in the sun, it would melt, but we needed it to be a certain height. Well, they had these little pergola-type things above that the idea was to move the pergola along to block the sunlight to get the ice over there. But you had to put boards on it, and we didn't want to do that, so we just put the board <laughs> to cause the shade there. And it worked. I was like, there's no way this is going to work. And, yeah. and you just put the, the board on top of it and we pushed. I was like, okay, it worked. And it worked. Yeah. And that's like the crazy part of it is it's like, nope, there you go. Just one of those examples of like, yeah, we could have done it this way, which is probably how it was designed. But the game lets you break it in certain ways. Another example being a door <clears throat> that was supposed to require us connecting switches and putting stuff together but it also had a forklift in it. And Justin and I were like, well, let's just see if we can, ha by happenstance, the door, which we didn't think was going to work. We thought, nah, this isn't going to work. We're just going to put it in there, whatever. No, it completely, we put the forklift underneath the door and lifted it up and the door lifted up. And me and Brandon, or me and Justin were just like, that worked. I can't believe that. <laughs> and then me and my daughter have been playing it and she's six years old and she has beat levels that I went through and played with Justin in different ways. Because she has done something different. And I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know you could do that. Like, it's just been really interesting to see what can be completed. Well, so it was, it was like, even like when I jumped in with you guys, <coughs> you guys were like three levels away from beating the game. So yeah. I, I'm like, I'm hopped in. You're like, well, I'm just stuck on this one thing. And I was like, well, did you do this, this or this? And you're like, hey, wait a minute. I didn't think of that. It's always, that's yeah. why I think a game like that is better when you have, how many players is that available in one time? Is it four players? I guess it would be the four or six, um, but probably four. The games like that, it's it's nice when you can have more than one person. Yeah. <clears throat> because everybody approaches problem solving differently. Yeah. And it was like, I think I think throughout that whole thing, the, the last three, three or so um, levels I helped you guys with, I was like, each one of us at one point said something that was like, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Like, why oh, exactly. wouldn't I think of that? Yeah, it was like we'd be like, "Man, I don't know how this doesn't make any sense." And then you somebody be like, "Oh, we probably need those rocks over there." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, let's yeah. grab the let's try to get the rocks." And so we just would try something, and yeah, it's nice to have like the collaborative puzzle working, kind of like you know you, we talked about Portal Two yes. being a good puzzle game, and to be working with somebody else and talking about like, well, "What do you think about this?" It's a very it's a good game. And I need to go back and play it again. Yeah, I need um, I need them to make a new portal. I agree. <laughs> Not only do they need to make a new portal, they need to make an entire co-op play version that's not just it's more evolved than the one they did in two. And that's and the one in two is great. So yeah. I, I, I think it would be really cool to see. Yeah, come on, Val, yes. do it. Um, you know, right after you make Half Half Life Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now, now that all these stimulus checks have come out, I'm keeping my eye on that uh, Oculus Quest. So I was, I was thinking <laughs> that very thing last night. I was laying in bed going, "Yeah, man, where's that Oculus?" <laughs> yeah. Well, and I did get, I got a notification they were back in stock, but by the time I went and looked, they were already out. So, are you just looking at the Oculus website? Pretty much, because anywhere else they um, 
are priced higher than their sell price. Like the quest that you're looking at? Yeah. So what is the cost? The, re- the retail, I think, for the 64 gig is 400 and the um, 128 is 500 or 499 <laughs> Does it have an upgrade or a, a memory card slot? I don't think so. I think it's just built in. I will say, I've heard that, you know, Resident Evil 8, there's like rumors of, you know, this Resident Evil 8 game that's going to be coming out. And it sounds pretty fantastic. And I, if that, that's one other thing that would like sell me completely. Like I played a little bit of Resident Evil 7 on Brent's VR, one of my, one of our friends, and it was creepy as all get out. But man, I didn't, the wires and, you know, the, I will say the, um, the dongles for like the things you hold are just fidelity doesn't work there. You know, right. you have to use the controller, which is fine. It's fine. But if they had a resident evil game that like went, came to quest, cause I heard eight is supposed to be um, first person perspective and is coming to VR as well. If it came to the quest, Oh man. <laughs> so I, uh, I've looked up a lot of Alex half-life Alex gameplay. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I can really see why, why, Sam really wants to yeah. play this. Something else that, you know, something that is not, hasn't been done yet on VR. So like a full, you know, fledged game with, you know, built around VR. So <clears throat> I think, I, I really think what's interesting is the next generation um, of video game systems are really going to drive that home because Sony has doubled down on VR for next gen. Um, there, all the rumors are there of people talking about they've, they're making a better headset, a cheaper headset, and which I think is a no brainer. I mean, you, there's so many headsets now that at the time they could have been like, this is amazing, but now they can look at all the other ones and go, where were we, where did we do it wrong? Where did we do it right? And yeah. let's adjust for that. And I think a game, I think a, a company as big as valve releasing a game as good as half like half-life alex that's a full-blown vr experience i think it helps sony reaffirm their we need to go for this and i think uh i also have a hopefully good feeling that half-life half-life alex made microsoft go okay let's try to work on this a little bit more maybe not make it the priority sony has but at least put a little bit more into it yeah so no, oh, no, it'll be interesting. <clears throat> Heck, if you know PlayStation comes out with a wireless, you know, headset with this next gen, and I gotta say that's the way to go. Yeah, I wish I hope they do something like that. It's, I mean, if anything, like if I feel like they kind of have to, because yeah. I think that's the big knock on any VR is the the, the yeah. wires. But obviously, yeah. if you look at, at the Oculus, you'll see it, and you'll be like, oh, it's doable. Yeah. So absolutely. And I just want to try it so bad. That's the hard thing is I, I wish that I know they've got demo units here and there, but I really just want to try it without the wires where you're not tied down. And especially, I don't know if you've ever watched, if you've watched any of the videos on the quest, but I, I've talked to you about how like you make your little, you make your place. Right. And so, like you have a play space that's like your safe area and it's got a camera on the outside of the, you know, VR headset. So you can stick your head outside of that play space and see stuff. You don't have to lift up the headset. You know, you can keep it on. And I just like that idea. Yeah. 
And I mean, just reading the reviews then of people saying they were playing Half-Life Alex, and they're like, I'm literally walking around areas, ducking down and looking up stuff. You know, they talked about how you can only carry two things, but that somebody would found like a milk crate and they started putting stuff in the milk crate to carry it along yeah. with them and it worked. And I was like, that's genius. Um, so. Yeah, what's a look into that? Yeah. <laughs> I just did a quick search and I, I so I've added myself to the mailing list for the Oculus so that yeah. if I see a notification or, or they have more units in stock. Um, one of the big news stories from the last week is Stadia has announced they are, or Stadia Pro will be free for two months, which I Stadia Pro is like the equivalent of Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus, where they give, they give you a right. couple games to use while you're on the service and you can play them. <clears throat> but it's also, um, it? I have it. I have my account and everything set up. Um, I have okay. not tried it yet um, because there's a whole thing of how you can set up your own controllers. And so I was going to, which at the time when I set everything up, I was like, I don't have the time to do this at the moment. But right. um, I do want to test it because I want to test I want to test the Switch Pro controller, the Xbox One controller, and the PS4 controller just to see how they right. play. Um, but I wanted to see if you wanted to sign up for it and if we can both give it a shot and play a couple things. You get Destiny 2 and one or two other games for free. Yeah. You can play on it for a couple months. And then at the end of the two months, it's $10 a month. But I don't know. I didn't know if you wanted to sign up for it so we can give our fair opinions on it. You seemed pretty... I'll pass on the whole thing. And I, I think uh, giving it to you for two, free for two months would be a good way to legitimize that or make you second guess it. Yeah, I'll have to go in and look at it because I saw that pop up and initially I kind of, why would I be interested? But then I was like, okay, actually now I, I, I realize the different idea behind it is that then you're able to play your games anywhere, basically. That's the whole idea. Right. You know, I could play it on my phone. I could play it on my, you know, this laptop that I'm on right now. I could play, you know, anywhere that I've got the connection to Wi-Fi. And so that'd be interesting to kind of see. So I need to look it up a little bit more and just kind of, and, you know. And you can pause on one thing. And yeah. move it over to another and pick it up. Yeah. So, and then just like you said, to kind of have a better idea of does it actually work as well as it said it does? Because I've heard right. Oh, that's why. You know, other that's my whole thing. I want to test it out. Yeah, other people saying that it maybe that it maybe does not work as well as you would hope. Right. But you know, um, who knows? Sony um, has done. I'm talking my notes. You added number eight, and I just saw it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sam. Beards and the gamers who have them. Let's move this up because this is important. I, you know, the funny thing is I didn't add that. Oh, it was Brent. That's why I got a notification <laughs> in my email from Brent saying uh, he wanted access to it. And I'm like, oh, is he actually going to hop on with us? That's it. Yeah. That makes now, sense. you got to remember that we've got to do their... Uh, their thoughts on the PS5 controller oh. as Justin and Bruno. So did, they, so did they send them to you? We didn't, but I'm pretty sure we can act them out. Okay. Well, I feel like I can't. I feel like you can. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I probably That's could true. Justin's. I'll just sit here and poo-poo the whole thing. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. I'll be, I'll be Brent. Uh, before we get to the PS5 controller, one more thing. Uh, Sony's contribution. So a couple weeks ago, Sony announced that they had um, 
created a $100 million global relief fund to help people. So I'm assuming it's like anything else people can apply for to help people who are, you know, needing help during the COVID issue, the pandemic, where people like are home, don't have money or trying to get financial assistance for stuff. <clears throat> so they announced that a couple weeks ago. And then in the last week, they announced um, they're donating $10 million to indie studios to help them, whether it's keep functioning or pay their bills or make sure they don't go under. Um, they created the stay, stay home or stay home and play initiative. I had it written down somewhere, but I don't remember where it is, but, um, whatever. Um, basically they're giving away the uncharted collection and journey free. You don't have to be a PlayStation plus member. You just have to have a PlayStation account and own a PS4. So, um, which is one really good game. One really bad game. Uh, we're going to disagree two very great games. <laughs> Um, I know. Well, to be honest, I guess it's four really good games, one really bad game. Journey is a very one overhyped game, one no, overrated it's not, game. It's not. It's not. Did you say overhyped? Yeah. The well, maybe not even overhyped. Just maybe rated. Wait, which one are you talking about? Uh, okay, so Journey. both you're overhyped and overrated. We're we're Journey. Okay. Yeah, which really, I don't know that it was ever hyper-rated. No. Yeah, and the overrated is your opinion, because it got a lot of really good reviews. Yeah, a lot of people don't know what they're talking about. So they played a game and had thought they had an emotional experience, and well, now... Well, we've all... You, you're, Sam Spangler words out of his own mouth, I'm dead inside and have no emotional feelings. <laughs> so... But I do occasionally. Um, I highly suggest everybody play both these games. And what's even great about the Uncharted Collection is one of the PS4 free games this month for PlayStation Plus members is Uncharted 4. So theoretically, you sign up for both these systems, or both PlayStation Network and PlayStation Plus, you have the entire Uncharted Collection free. So, And even the better thing is you could just look at a wall... And really, that's about the equivalent of Journey. So, oh. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. We'll have to agree there's, that it will be interesting because that means a lot of new people will be playing with each other with uh, Nutcracker four seven seven, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's the guy I was playing with." And Bone Daddy two nine nine. Are you done? Are you happy with yourself? <laughs> are you done complaining? Okay. Um, and then, uh, two days ago, or yesterday, I guess, there I saw a new article um, that Sony is producing one to 2,000 ventilators over the next three months to help Japan with their COVID um, response and help for people. That's awesome. Like, yeah, that's a lot of Especially like, if you consider the limited amount that apparently the United States has. Um, did you, I don't know if you saw the Missouri or not Missouri, um, New York governor was like, we feel like our, our numbers have stabilized a little bit. I'm giving, we're giving X amount to Michigan and X amount to. No, that's nice. Well, and it's good. It's the amount of need to get through journey because it'll (laughs) bore you to death and cause respiratory failure. Okay, Sam, we get it. You think journey is a garbage video game. (laughs) 
I said that a specific way because I was thinking that Dave was in here and Dave would disagree with you. You know who else would disagree with you? My oldest. He loves that game. I don't understand why. There is nothing great about it. It was a it was a four out of a ten scale. You really don't like it. Yeah, you jumped and you squeaked and you kept going. Okay. Welcome to Mario from, you know, 30 years ago. Like, congratulations on redefining gameplay. Not oh, next next week. I've already got our topic for next week. You ready? I want Sam's yeah, between 5 and 10 most overrated video games. Can you do that for me? Can Journey be all five? <laughs> well, surely, if you have this opinion on Journey, you have this opinion on other games that people like. Yeah, I'll have to look through my list and be like, find what I thought was hot garbage. Okay. Well, do that, because I'm really curious, because I'm curious how many of them all disagree with you. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, as if they're all five to ten Journey, then it'll be all five to ten, but we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> uh, our bigger news story of the week. PlayStation 5 controller released. Yeah. Um, literally, quite literally released it. when we finished recording the last podcast. To where I was like, do you want to just True. get back on and talk about this? <laughs> but well well out of outside yeah. of our fub. Um, so. so, give me all your thoughts. <laughs> Let me know what you think of it. So, it is a departure from, you know, their controllers, I feel like, from over the years. And man, I just think it looks amazing. Like, in all honesty, the white on black design, I think, is fantastic. The little um, cutouts, kind of where the lines are, which I don't really know how those are going to function if it plays into PSVR or and the eye or whatever. It just it looks very much like a good leap forward as far as the controllers go. Um, and then kind of hearing the other things that it's going to have with the um, kind of the feedback with the con- the sticks and everything, yes. or not the sticks, the triggers. That's going to be interesting to see, which is, you know, it's a cool thing to hear, um, but det- it'll be interesting to see how they actually use it. You know, play uh, Xbox has the sticks that rumble whenever you do certain things. And, you know, some people use it, some people don't. And it, it's like, it's kind of interesting to feel your triggers, like, actually shake yeah. whenever you're, like, shooting a gun or something, but... I don't think it's well, like revolutionizing. Like, there so. were a lot of people. Um, well, Xbox has that, and they don't use that. Um, yeah, and I was like, I've never noticed that on my Xbox controller. I just, and if it's there, yeah. I'm just oblivious to it. But um, I, first of all, I love I love the two tone. I love the white and black. Yeah. Um, my one concern Agreed. is I hope the seam isn't noticeable when you hold it. Yeah. Uh, having said that, I think there's a seam almost on every video game controller around that area. They're just <laughs> using two different colors. So I don't know. The um, I love... There's a loss of a lot of feedback. Oh, it just looks like an Xbox controller. It doesn't to me, though. Like, I... So or not Sony, um, IGN released a PlayStation controllers through the years, and they've all morphed a little bit bigger, like every one. And mm-hmm. there's actually like compared to the PlayStation Four controller, which I think a lot of people forget, 
or I think a lot of people that don't use a PlayStation 4 controller enough don't realize how thick the handles are on the PlayStation 4 controller. Like they're wide. There there there's some for lack yeah. of a better term, there's some girth to the handles on the PlayStation 4 controller. <laughs> I had, <laughs> you to, had say to say girth. Um but like the the last morph between the two like the the controller handles come in a little bit, which is what they said they did. They kind of changed the angle on them. And the rounding goes away yeah. a little bit. Uh, the only other real thing is the shape of the, the R1 and L1 triggers. And um, they even said they changed the angle of the R2, L2 triggers. But, like, the last morph isn't that dramatic to where all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, now that's definitely an Xbox controller, not a PlayStation controller. I'm like, I think controllers as a whole have all gotten that wider. Like, look at the look at the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. It has a lot of that. That looks, I think, a little almost a little closer to an Xbox controller, but I don't know. And I just the overall look is good. I like the lights on the side of the touchpad instead of on the front. <laughs> the idea of a yeah. microphone in the controller. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't think it's something a lot of people will use, but I think. But it's nice to have. But it's nice to have. Like, if you're doing something and, like, say you're playing a game and your microphone accidentally comes unplugged. It's happened to a lot of people if you don't have wireless headset. And you're... It's a common problem. And you're like, crap. You don't have to worry about it. You just keep talking. Oh, hold on. my, You know, sorry, buddy. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Um, And then it also, it, it just comes back to everything. You need to hold it. But I love the design aspect of it. And as the internet has shown, especially my boy Boss Logic, who I love all the artwork Boss Logic ever does. I've, I think I've talked to him about, about him on here before. He sat and has come up with a good like 50 plus mock-ups of custom designs for PS5 controllers at this point. And they all look amazing. And the capabilities of, and the, not capabilities, I would say the potential for custom designs are great. Like, so Xbox set up their, mm-hmm. Hey, design your own controller thing, which I think is very underwhelming. I think they could do more with that. Um, just the different color combinations of how you can create your own Xbox controller. I feel like if Sony were to actually jump on that and utilize that with the PS five controller, it'd be nuts. I think it'd be, I think it'd look really cool. Um, but again, you, you need to hold it. I, I kind of hope they do what, uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember this, they released the PS4 controller early before they actually released the system because they said if you use a cord, you can use it on the PlayStation 3. So I actually got my controller early because yeah. I wanted to play it. I wanted to see how it felt and you know get my hands on it. It was really nice. Right. And I liked it. I tried the demo unit before I actually got the controller. I think it was at GameStop or something. So I hope they do a similar thing. I, I think it would be really cool if like, which obviously not in this climate where you can't just go to a store and try stuff at the moment anymore. But if we hit a point right. like that before these systems are released, where you can go back to the stores and look at these things, I think it'd be cool for them to, you know, when you go to like Best Buy and they have mm-hmm. the cameras on the little bars so you can grab and hold it. I yeah. think it'd be cool if all, if like Xbox and Microsoft or and Sony did that. Hey, put these on display, let people touch it and feel the, yeah. the whole thing of it, you know? Yeah, I will say, you know, the Xbox controller, like the one for the Series X, 
doesn't look a whole lot different. Like this is the, the PlayStation is definitely a bigger departure for the controller. You know, like if you put the Series X and the PS, you know, or the Xbox One controller next side by side, you're not really going to notice a whole lot of difference. I feel like, uh, other than maybe the D-pad's changed up a little bit, and then there's an extra button now. I think, right, like a share button or something. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, those are good additions. Thing, and it's probably you know, I've never since the uh, redesign of the after the Duke, you know, on the Xbox, I've not really had a big complaint of the Xbox controllers. The yeah. 360 was great. Like it had a good feel to it. It just looked a little bit cheaper, kind of a little bit more toy-like. Um, and then the Xbox One came out and initially like the bumpers were a little bit tricky. They kind of refined it where you kind of like, I felt like you slid off the bumpers a little bit easier um, just, you know, above the triggers. Um, but I think, I mean, they've just, they've hit a design that's hard to get any better. And I will say with PlayStation kind of seeing where they've gone, it looks like, in my mind, I think they've made something that looks looks better and it's probably going to feel better overall. The, my one complaint about every Microsoft controller has always been the D-pad sucks. It's. I didn't. I thought the Xbox One's see, D-pad I, was great. I still have it's issues with it. But my bigger issue on the Xbox One controller is the left bumper, right bumpers. I don't know if it's the placement. Yeah. I don't know if it's the size, like the width of it. I just hate them. Like, I feel it's easier to click on the... Here, actually... So I have a I have well, the I gotta say, when you the compare it to... Microsoft Pro Controller here, or Nintendo, and it's like, I don't feel like I actually have to move my fingers a lot to reach that, but yeah. I feel like on the right. on the Xbox one, there's like, you have to like manipulate your fingers more to push the button. Yeah. I felt like that exactly whenever I first started using it. I've got, you know, a newer one with the uh, Xbox One X I got, and then uh, I got, you know, I won a... Um, elite controller and they are a little bit more accessible on those ones i feel like it's they they identified like oh we need to move these down a little bit because on the old the first generation it was like oh man yeah those those are a little high um but i do say i think the d-pad is way better than the playstation regardless the d i don't even know what the d-pad is good for on the playstation other than selecting weapons or Ooh, whatever fighting games you can't, you can't use that for uh for a platformer, like a side scroller, but like the D pad on an Xbox, I feel like works for Ooh. side scrollers because it's like a Nintendo controller. It's like the like old Nintendo did NES use, controller. Did you use the D pad when you played? Click- really? Yeah. Never touched it. I'm just kidding. I never used it. I'm just saying that it's better. But would you have ever used the D pad um, on the PlayStation for a side scroller? Yeah. Oh, I don't believe you. If it was, if it was, now hold on. <clears throat> a game like Ori, no. Yeah. Um, a game, but like an arcade, like I'd say, like Pac Man or something like that. Yes. Like that's where like that D pad on the Xbox, I feel like, would be much better than the separated like buttons. As far as the, you would yeah. slide it a little bit easier. Now, are you so. are you comparing the base model, or are you comparing the Elite controller? No, I mean base or. Elite, you know, I think that the, the well, I can't remember what the base looks like. Does the base is it like a disc? No, it's not. It's separate. Okay, well, then that's kind of what I'm saying. I feel like when they had the disc, like on the uh, on the the 360 controller here, 
like the disc. I know it's not yeah. the greatest picture. I felt like that was not a great combination. It's like once they separated it, it felt more natural like an NES controller. So. Yeah. I have to disagree with you on that one, but whatever. Well, I have to disrespectfully disagree with you. Disrespectfully disagree with me? No, I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to both controllers because yeah. Microsoft's basically almost saying, hey, we're giving everybody an Elite controller. And yep. Sony's like is still trying to evolve it. I did like the um, so it's no longer the share button; it's the create. Is that correct? So I yeah. I think yeah, create. I think it's still going to do the same thing the share button's going to do. I think they've probably yeah. just added way more options to it when you push it. I'm very curious. I don't ever use the share button whenever I play PlayStation games, but I use it a lot on the um, Xbox One. But it's kind of hidden behind you hit gotta hit the jewel thing and then you've got to tap x and then it goes back into the game but now that with just the share button i'm kind of curious how that's going to work you've work. never used screenshots or recorded video with the playstation i hit it like by accident a couple times but i've never messed with it so hmm. i don't know like uh, i does it do a thing where like it records the last 30 seconds of gameplay you can, like xbox you can set it up to where um it will you double tap it, it'll take a picture. Okay. Or no, if you hold it, it takes a picture. If you double tap it, it'll start recording. Okay. Um, there's another way that you can do it. I don't remember what it is, where it'll record the last, and you can set it up to like 5, 10, or 30. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, it's and, okay. but it's, you can do it in way less steps than you can on the Xbox. <laughs> but By just tapping it? Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, see, and that was, you know, before um, when it had the connect, you could just say Xbox record that. And it would, you know, some of the times it would hear you and it would just record it. So that's all some you had of the to times do. Sometimes it would open your television app. I actually never had it hooked up to TV. Oh. I didn't have that. It would open random things like Cortana and stuff like that. And I'd be like, no, go away. Um, but I wonder with the new one if it'll just be a like like that, like a program it, like program what you want for it. You double tap to take a picture, you tap it once to record, because there is nothing better than just like recording, you know, footage from the last thirty seconds and being like, sweet. Yes. Like I can show my friends actually what happened here. Yeah. So <laughs> um I think that's all we have, other than it's time to discuss Justin and Brent's Yeah. Where we go? Hmm. Hmm. Let me think about is that, that. Is that what, what, is, your point? Is that you stroking your my imaginary your gamer beard? beard? Mm -hmm. I like it. <laughs> it's black and white, and it's cool like me. <laughs> eh, it's garbage. That's right. That's that's, <laughs> that's a perfect Justin. Eh, it's garbage. <laughs> Great. You just need Goomba hair. Just need Goomba hair. <laughs> So, hey, before you, did you see the possible price announcement, 450 or 500 Yeah, between, well, that's not what I read. What'd you read? You're talking about for the PlayStation 5, right? Yeah, PlayStation 5. 499 to 550 What did I say? That's what no, I think I meant to say. No, you said 400 to $450. Yeah, my mistake. That's what I meant to say, 499 to 550 <clears throat> Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was 500 I think we've talked about that, like. Yeah. If it's going to go up 100, it's going to go up 100. Right. Um, the problem is, it, it goes back to the, like, I need to know what the base Xbox is. I need yeah. to know, 
and, and it could, you know what, this is, and we've talked about this. <coughs> the base Xbox will end up being 400. It'll be less power than the PlayStation. The PlayStation will be 500. Right. It'll be better than the base. But then the Xbox Series X will be 550 or 600. And it would not surprise me if they cut it down to 550. Yeah. If it was only if, if the PlayStation is only 500. The Series X? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> what, what do you do here? Say uh, both uh, systems are 550. Series X and PlayStation 5. Hmm. I know, right? It just puts that little bit of like, oh, that's a little, little hard. So here's here's my... Here's, and they both release on the same day. I'm going to say PlayStation and I'll tell you why. Yeah. I don't think Microsoft is going to release a game exclusive to the Xbox Series X that I'll want to play. Yeah, well, they've said as much. And having said that, I know because they've said it, any <laughs> games that have been released this fall yeah. that I do want to play... I can get for my Xbox One, and I'll have it for the Series X when I get it, and I'll still be able to play with you and whoever else that gets the Series X. Right. <laughs> on the PlayStation 5, I know they're releasing PlayStation 5 exclusive games that won't be on PlayStation 4. Well, they've said that as much as well. So I'm like, well, yeah, I'll probably get the PlayStation 5 because I yeah. can still partake with my friends on the PlayStation 1 via the One X and everything else. Too true. But, you know, I was actually thinking about this. You know, before I had said, and I'm going to retract what I have said before, that I thought Sony could afford to take the the price cut and um, the loss. Yeah. I still think they can. But I... but I, I don't know. Donating a million play to places. Maybe they got to recoup but it somewhere. I had also said that I didn't think Microsoft would or could. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Microsoft in their own head needs to get such a bigger push on PlayStation that I think it will take a price cut and a hit. Yeah. Just to try and beat it out. And here's one of the things that made me think this. And they dropped the price of a series or Xbox One X to two ninety nine. Yeah. The PlayStation Four Pro is still selling at three ninety nine, and like Sony's still selling them. Right. And which is funny because everything looks like the One X or the um, yeah Xbox One X is a better platform power wise than the right. PS Four Pro. But they still keep dropping the price on it, whether it's to get customers in yeah, or whatever. So I'm like, man, you know, I'm sure they've streamlined it. They, they're yeah. not selling it for a loss at all. <clears throat> but the fact that Sony still doesn't have to drop the price on the PlayStation Pro, I think it just says a lot more to Microsoft's state of mind. They're just, they keep hacking their costs well, and Sony and that, doesn't need to. That's the discussion is that Microsoft's playing a different game. Granted, would they love to be ahead in sales? Absolutely. But their whole goal right now is, you know, people playing in the Microsoft store, people playing in the Microsoft atmosphere. 
Like, they're like, you know, yeah, we do we want, you know, you to, more people to have our console? Absolutely. But ideally, they're like, we want you in our environment. And if we can get you there one way or another, we're going to try to entice you, whether it's through PC, whether it's through, you know, the Xbox One X, whether it's through the new series. They're like, we're going to just, we're going to go all out and just try to convince, convince people that this is the, you know, where you would want to be. And, you know, who knows? They've got a bunch of new studios. Um, who knows what they're going to show off here? I just hope they use them. Similar with, similar with Sony. What's that? I just hope they use them. Oh, they I agree. They required all these nice, bright, shiny studios, but it doesn't mean crap if you're not using them. Yeah. Or if I think they're waiting for their moment. Hopefully, you know, like I think you and I chatted last year, we really hoped that E3 was going to be something special because it's like, oh, man, they've got the stage all to themselves. They can do whatever they want. And then it felt like they just kind of came out and were like, mm. but I think they made a state, a bold statement that they were going to be, you know, announcing a lot of interesting projects and ideas. And it sounded like same kind of seemed like that's what they were gearing up to do. But then they pulled back the last second. We're like, you know what, let's just save it. It'll be a bigger year for us whenever we release our new console. So I, I mean, hindsight and everything, but how, how much worse is what they did last year, knowing that there's no E3 this year, and they're not going to have that stage. They're still going to release information, yeah, via you know all the social media platforms they have. But I think they were banking on being able to really use E3 this year. Yeah, and I think that's why they didn't come as hard as they could have last year. But now, now they don't even have that platform. Well, but I feel like you are. We're seeing similar. Um, discussions from them of trying to show things to almost kind of move it out of the way. Like the Xbox series X has been like shown the, the, the guts of it have been, you know, detailed out. Like people know what it's, you know, made of at this point, they've got kind of showed you all the, like kind of the, not the boring stuff, but for like, you know, the like common person that'd be like, ah, oh, show me the games. And they've done that now. They're like, okay, we've showed you all the Like we've showed you the box you know what you're playing in, you know what the controller looks like, you know what they've got the inners out of it look like, you know, you know, all the specifications. And so I really do feel like in some ways they're gearing up to say, okay, now here comes games, 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 games. And this is our plan for next year. And this is our plan for next year. And this is our plan for next year. Whereas, you know, Sony has talked about the, you know, the design of theirs, but they still haven't showed everything yet. So they've got a little bit more work to do um, to kind of reveal the console itself. Um, and then kind of show off, you know, why do I need it? So something I so. found interesting, I was on Reddit earlier, and 2012, the year that the PS4 was released, Sony didn't unveil the box until June. And I yeah. was like, wow, it was really that late in the year? So, yeah, I mean, I know they haven't released a lot. And I know Sony's catching a lot of crap right now for not releasing a lot of information. But to me, I don't. It doesn't seem like they've diverted much from what they did last time. Their problem is Microsoft is opening their mouth more. They're showing things more. They're yeah. talking about it more, and it's kind of while the, it worked for Sony last year or last generation because they were they were they may have at the end won the sales battle with Microsoft the previous generation. Right. Their whole PlayStation Three life cycle was garbage. So yeah. they, everybody knew they were going to be timid. Everybody knew they were going to be reserved. And mm -hmm. instead of Microsoft doing the, doing that same type of thing, 
they kind of kicked the door open and said, well, we're not doing this. Let's just go at it. And I think Sony might not have been prepared for Microsoft to do that. So they're like, okay, we've always, we've, we controlled all the information for the last almost 10 years. Well, crap. Now we're at a point where we can't really do that. And they need to start releasing a little more information here and there. So. Well, and I think, you know, with that as well, they're probably modifying their message as they can to show like, why do you stick with Sony? Why do you stick with PlayStation? So cool. Cool to see what comes um, in the future months. Backtrack to the controller for a minute. Something I thought was hilarious. Um, the create button has three lines on it. <laughs> did you say, yeah. did you see the thing where they were taught where somebody made the joke? Um, oh, look, Untitled Goose Game is getting its own button on the PlayStation 5 controller. Because it looks like the little honk. <laughs> The honk, nice. Like it's its own honk button on the it's PlayStation awesome. Five controller. If only you can program it right. to make that noise. And since the controller can honk, and, you yeah, do that. I don't know. Um, also, and I don't know if you've seen it, the um, a potential custom Xbox and controller leaked for Cyberpunk. I saw that. I was actually just looking um, at it. The, I like the system. The controller looks yeah. kind of meh. I did not see the system. I just saw that. <clears throat> and now I will also say this goes back to the PlayStation 5 controller and, and Boss Logic released an awesome looking Cyberpunk custom PS5 controller. Now the question is, is are those going to actually be controllers oh, no. at some point? Not, just not ideas, Sony, you know what I mean? But here's the thing. Sony should totally hire him to do a line of... And it doesn't have to just be Boss Logic. If Sony were, I think it'd be, I think it's cool when people go out of their way to promote smaller entities. And I think it'd be cool if Sony released an artistic line of PlayStation 5 controllers and have like Boss Logic come up with a couple and some other big name people come up with a couple. And there's just the cover, you know, they're just custom printed. All the guts and everything are the same. It's just a matter of how the things printed do a line yeah so i don't know yeah the uh the console looks cool i will say i kind of agree with you on the controller you kind of i don't know gray and <laughs> black so i don't know there's so much space for you to be used as a canvas in my opinion on the yeah. Xbox controller that i feel like when they do these custom controllers they get lost i see some pinterest ones that look cooler yeah. so okay. oh well all right, sir. That's all I've got for this week. Um, same, I don't know, so I was going to say same bat time, same bat channel, but we're a little hit and miss here so when we can get together right now, but it's fine. That's right. Plus, we don't want to get uh, trademarked, so we don't want to impinge on, what? on trademarks. Uh, Batman. Same pod, same pod time, you? same pod channel. <laughs> there you go. And